MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 190. We're racing towards 200. Be there before you know it. Uh, let's dedicate this to The Chosen One, a new friend of ours in the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. I believe Gumby uh, converted him over from Twitter. Twitter's for boomers, right? Uh, Discord's the place to be for all us hip people. So uh, welcome to the the Jen family, the chosen one. And uh, thank you for everyone uh, for coming over to the Discord. We have lots of fun in there every day, even when there's not fights going on. We have a good time. So, um, and I'm in there as well. I am the one and only Jeff Chalks Fox, uh, the chalkiest gambler around, who actually got saved last week by some dogs. And we'll, we'll see if I pick some dogs uh, this week as well. This episode is all about UFC 278, the main card portion of the pay-per-view, the paywalled portion of it. If you're in a country that still has pay-per-views, uh, if you're looking for, for prelims, go back in episode 189 was our prelim picks for all eight prelim fights. Um, we got some dogs in there as well. So if you like dogs and whatnot, if you like fun banter, then that's that's the place for you there. So uh, let's bring in our my. Our co-host, your Gumby God, uh, my co-host, one and only Daniel of Vreeland. Hello. You, you didn't give me much to riff on, but nope. I, I will confirm that it is even a good time outside of fight days because then they uh-huh. get to you get to hear fun things about people's takes on wanting to Yanni. badly bet Parker Porter or yes. trying to trying to set Yanni on fire. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> trying to set, yeah, F- effigies for Yanni is true. Um, that would be a good title for the episode. Effigies, effigies for Yanni. We don't we don't really want people or, or to think he's on name. the episode. We don't we don't want them to think he's on the episode though. No, it's true. It's true. Um, he's getting right. a lot of. Have you noticed he's getting a lot of hate on Twitter this time? Like usually it's no, just. I, I don't pay attention. Discord, but but Twitter's people pretty are, mad. Too. Are realizing. <laughs> That he was yeah. that he was 0 for 5 at Contender Series, and that's yeah. not a, a a rare occurrence. No, the, I think last week he was 1 for 4 too, yeah. uh, which is not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're 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 playing right up to our our um our Discord crowd here, uh, crapping on Yanni two episodes <laughs> two episodes in a row. We're we're preaching to the choir here, Dan. Um, we're not going to convert any new people with that talk, uh, especially our Greek uh, gambling friends. So. Um, <laughs> Well, we're finally here, Dan. We're finally, it seems like we've been waiting this forever, but we finally are here to break down our Harry Hunsucker pay-per-view debut. It's, I'm so, is it his pay-per-view debut? They haven't squeezed him onto a pay-per-view it, It's gotta yet. be, it's gotta be. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page yet, Dan. That, that's just because Wikipedia has some sort of weird rule where they yeah. think you need to have three fights before you can. He lost to Jared Vandera on Contender Series. Yes, <laughs> and here he is, and here he is, uh, opening up a pay-per-view that, what, 70 bucks they expect us? Uh, act like I've never bought a pay-per-view. I think it's 70 bucks now, right, for one of these one of these things? I think it's 74, I buy it every 74, month. I think it's 74.99. Really? 70. Yeah. Seventy-four ninety-nine for Jared Van, uh, not Jared Vandera. It actually would be a step up if it was Jared Vandera, a chunky guy, Harry Hunsucker, um, pay-per-view. Um, 
not the strongest main card, uh, to say the least, especially since they did this, the swap. They put the women's bantamweight fight in and took the heavyweight fight off. It's one of the one of your weaker pay-per-views. Um, it's basically a one oh, wait, wait actually two your, fight. Wait for UFC two 279. That's <laughs> true. They are stacking what two eighty and 80, isn't two eighty one big two or not? Eighty one just got a second title fight. Uh, yeah, okay. So in addition to Isley Adesanya versus uh, Alex Pajeda, while we were recording the first episode, they announced uh, Carlos Esparza defending against Weili Zhang too. So oh, it's just the same three people fighting over that belt. Forever. I mean, like, has it, has anybody made us really need somebody else? No, uh, you know, Mahina Hodriguez. Yeah, but but in in defense of not putting Marina Hodriguez in there too, mm-hmm. like she did lose to Carla Esparza, so yeah. you know, yeah, she, she, okay, she's fine. she's had her setback. It's true, but yeah, this is not um, going back to UFC 278. Not your strongest pay per view. I was gonna say it's a one fight. Uh, pay-per-view, but no, I forgot. There, the third fight on the card is is a banger too. It's the co-main event that's that's not. So, um, well, co-main event is going to be a banger. <laughs> it will be a uh, banger. People, <laughs> uh, we haven't got to it yet, but people are people. Uh, the pick'em contests I run at moneymma.substat.com that you all should get in on. Uh, people are actually picking um, Luke Rockhold in that fight. I know we're not uh, breaking just, it down they're yet. They're just but, trying to be different. <laughs> yeah, probably it's true. There's value, right, bro? CLV or whatever, uh, John. People like to say John makes smart picks. It's, it's the people that don't make smart picks with that. But anyhow, um, we will get to Luke Rockhold soon enough. Actually, let's uh, let's jump right into this fight card for you because we have uh, props, parlays, all that fun stuff after it. So we may as well get right into it. Tyson Pedro is leading things off. Light heavyweights, as Dan said, he's being given another gimme fight. This one against the aforementioned Harry Hun Sucker. Um, let's break it down. The Hurricane, Harry Hunsucker, seven and five, three knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out five times, so he's never gone the distance in a fight. Um, is this his first light heavyweight fight, or at least first in a while? Yeah, this is his first light heavyweight fight, uh, at least that I can tell. Um, you know, like he he fought some real big dudes back in the day, so I can't like he fought Dontel Mays in like yeah. 2016, so I can't imagine he's ever been light enough to fight at 205 unless he did as an amateur or something like that. So is he going to be a chunky guy still? It's not going to be fun if he's I've a chunky. I've seen pictures of him. He definitely doesn't have abs, but he's... Okay. Know, he's as long a- as he doesn't have abs. I will not stand for Harry Hunsucker having abs. I put my foot down right there, Dan. Anyhow, <laughs> let, let's tell you about his, his resume. I already told you about his resume so far. Uh, he's lost two straight fights in the UFC, both via knockout or TKO. He's won one of his last four. All in one contender series, lost via TKO. He lost someone good, though. No, he didn't. He lost to Sheriff Vandera. Um, like I said, usually he's a heavyweight. He was a regional champ. He's a cha- he was a champion somewhere, Dan. Yeah, was it HR MMA or Valor? Mm, maybe. It might have been Human Resources at MMA. I'm not, I can't remember. So It could have been Valor. Uh, he he fought Billy Swanson uh, way back when. He might have won a title name. for that. Billy Swanson, Billy Swanson big, versus big Harry sexy? Hunsucker. Billy Swanson, Billy Big Sexy Swanson. <laughs> oh my God! What an, I, I'm gonna have to look up that fight. Just those names alone. You're, you're gonna want to look up a picture of Billy Swanson. <laughs> I bet I will after I finish breaking down in this fight. Um, Richard Champ, like I said, more active striker than Pedro, so he's got that in his favor. He's been outstruck by minus 2.87 strikes per minute in the UFC, so his opponents have hit him almost three times more per minute. Plus 525 is the number on him. Tyson Pedro, do you know his nickname, Dan? According to Wikipedia. No, I do not. Does he have a nickname? Kangaroo Paws. 
Kangaroo. Oh, I had I had heard that before. He doesn't use it uh, anymore, but I think he did before the UFC signed him. Oh, I think I've looked up Billy Swanson before. You maybe look him up before. He, is, he should be a professional right. wrestler. <laughs> he should be a professional wrestler is what he should be if this MMA stuff does not work out. What does his tattoo say? Property of what? Uh, I believe it's Saudi Daisy, which is the town he's from in Tennessee. Oh, wow. Of course he's from Tennessee, Dan. He, he <laughs> looks amazing. Can we get him on this pay-per-view instead? Billy um, he just All fought right. for Bellator. <laughs> no, maybe that's maybe that's how I remember him. I think he, we may have spoke of him back then, but yeah, pretty amazing. Anyhow, Kangaroo Paws, Pedro is what I'm talking about. He's eight and three, three knockouts, five submissions. So he's finished all of his fights. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. He's gone the distance one time by my math. Um, bum, 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 bum. Four and three in the UFC. He's won one of his last three. It was his last fight. He won via, t- via knockout. Uh, he's inch taller than Hunsucker, four inches reach, two years younger. Striking stats in his favor. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by about half a strike per minute. It's plus 0.53. Grappling stats as well in his favor, minus 750. I think I usually kick off the main card. Obviously, I'm going with Kangaroo Paws, Tyson Pedro here. They're giving him another win. Yeah, th- this seems like an easy one. Also, because like, let- let's take a quick rundown of uh, Tyson Pedro's finishes in his career. Uh, Win in the first round, 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 win in the first round. Okay. So he's literally finished every single opponent he's fought and beat in the first round. Harry Hunsucker has five losses. The last, Oh, wait, hang on. The last five of them are by first round loss. (laughs) Um, so, like, if you want to draw a real quick conclusion of what's happening here, it's obviously Tyson Pedro finishing him in the first round. Um, and, and even apart from that, like, look, he's taller, he's stronger. The layoff worried everybody. He kind of assuaged those concerns when he came back out and he picked up that big first round finish at Ike Villanueva. The guy's good still. Uh, he, he's clearly still got it. And I'll say this. I don't think going down to light heavyweight helps uh, Harry Hunsucker. I think it actually hurts him because yep. he's he's going to now have a speed disadvantage in addition to having a size disadvantage because he was already. I mean, I mean, he's he's smaller than Tyson Pedro too. That's the other crazy yeah. thing. Yeah, he's that's smaller, the thing. Yep. He's smaller than Tyson Pedro. Now he's going to be slower, which he wasn't that much slower than a lot of heavyweight guys. He's going to be way slower than Tyson Pedro. Tyson Pedro ends it whenever he wants to. Yanni's taking the over. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because everybody's zigging. Yeah, everybody's zigging. He's got his eye. They're (laughs) they're due to go over. Um, If you do want to take the over, the place to do it is at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers to bet $100, get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day, where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $8,000. Win has also just released their first quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets. Dan says it's going to be Dak Prescott. So get over to that win bet and bet that, make that bet. Uh, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, let's tell you about Odds Tracker. What is Odds Tracker, you may ask? Odds Tracker is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. 
You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player st- statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, moving on to women's bantamweight. This fight has been moved to the pay-per-view portion of the card, Wu Yanan versus Lucy Pudilova. As I said, women's bantamweights. Let's tell you about Yanan first. Mulan is her nickname. She's 12 and five, six knockouts, five submissions. Been finished one time via knockout. One and four in the UFC. She's lost three straight fights. She's not won a fight since November of 2018. Used to fight up at, no, sorry, excuse me, down at flyweight. She has missed weight there before. Two years younger than Podolova. She's been outstruck by minus 0.63 strikes per minute in the UFC. Grappling stats in her favor, however, plus 116. And 13-7, two knockouts, two submissions. She's been submitted one time. That's the only time she's been finished. This is her UFC return. She was 2-5 and five in her first run in the UFC. Very Difficult strength to schedule, as Dan mentioned a few pods back, I believe. Um, since then, she's gone five and one against some pretty solid competition. She's won two straight fights. She used to fight down at flyweight as well. She is a regional champion. She's got inch reach on Yunnan. In the UFC, she, despite going two and five, she outstruck her opponents barely, but it's plus 0.06 strike differential for her, minus 140. Over to you. Yeah, I'm taking Lucy Pudelova all day here. Yeah, so am I. I. Think- I think I mentioned on the last uh, podcast that there were a couple of fighters on this card uh, who I would fade no matter who they were fighting. Uh, Harry Hunsucker is one of them. Lucy or uh, Yanam Wu is another one. Uh, she, she's just like she's probably the worst bantamweight in the UFC right now. Like if you look at her record, you know, like she's what'd you say? She's one in four, and that win is over Lauren Muller, who's no longer yeah, in right. the UFC. Um, yep. and, and quite frankly, looked. You know, no offense to Lauren Muller. She she looked pretty bad in the UFC. She got three chances, lost them all, and then lost her first fight in Invicta after that. So um, her only win was over Shanna Dobson, who, again, maybe maybe not the best competition there. So Yanam Wu getting beat by anybody and everybody. Gina Mazzani. M- Mizuki Inoue beat her largely by, like, manhandling her, which is funny because Mizuki Inoue is a strawweight. She's, like, an actual yep. strawweight. Um, yep, so, yeah, like. Yeah, Lu- Lucy Pudilova is going to have no problem, especially with the striking. I've loved the improvement she's made in Octagon, which is a promotion that they spell Octagon with a K, uh, and it's out of Czech Republic or w- one of those those countries right there. Um, I think she's looked better since she's gone over there. Um, and, and I actually thought she looked pretty good when she was in the UFC. She just needed to like grow up a little bit because the other thing is she's still pretty young despite the fact that like she left the ufc quite a while ago right it was like three years ago at this point in time she's still only 28 so um you know she, she's young she's learning she's getting better and she should be able to handle Yanam Wu here yeah this is a good matchup um for her to get her feet back uh, wet in the ufc so let's go with put a love pretty decent minus 140 is a pretty decent line here too yeah, it's a great line. Um, you know, I, I thought it would I thought it would be a lot worse. Yep. But it is not. All right. Um, who do we have next here? Let's go. Oh yeah, this this fight. Uh, this is a, a fantastic fight. Bantamweights, Jose Aldo versus or Jose Aldo, excuse me, versus Marab Develish Vili. Um, let's tell you about Aldo first, Jr. 31 and 7, 17 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out four times, submitted once. 13 and 6 in the UFC. He's won three straight fights. 
Uh, before that, he lost three straight fights. He, when he was Uf- the UFC featherweight champion, he made seven successful title defenses. Uh, before that, he was the WEC champion, where he went went, went eight and zero and was the champion there. As I said, uh, is he the best flyweight ever? Has Volkanovski? Uh, you mean featherweight? Featherweight, yes. Excuse me. Is he the best featherweight ever? Still. I, I, so here's what I'll say to, to people who have those divisional goat conversations like the people who are currently the division's champions with the exception of like maybe light heavyweight are probably the greatest in terms of their technique ever uh because the the game keeps evolving right like that's the thing that like the guy who's number one right now is the number one guy but if you want to talk resume jose aldo's the goat still um you know like he beat Frankie Edgar back when Frankie Edgar was still good. He took it to Chad Mendez twice. It, like, I mean, he took it to Frankie Edgar twice, you know, go back and he beat the piss out of Kenny Florian, Uriah Faber, you know, like all of those wins at WEC. He beat Jonathan Brookins. You guys remember Jonathan Brookins? Yeah. Uh, Cub Swanson, Tough. Cub Swanson, Mike Brown, Manny Gamburian. Like he, he just tore through everybody who was anybody at that time. Um, the Mark Hominick fight, he made that dude grow an egg on his head. That was cool. Uh, yeah, like his resume and the longevity, I think, still makes him there. But, yeah, I think Volk is slowly closing in on that, though. Yep, you can only go by resumes uh, if you're going to do different generations. I agree with that. Anyhow, let's go get back to the current resume of Aldo. Uh, I told you, WC 2004, he's been pro MMA fighter since. He also is a grappling champion. Got an inch height, two inches of reach on the Vish, Village Villy. Um, he's been outstruck in the UFC, which is surprising. Minus 0.13 strikes per minute. He's uh, he's known for his defense, yet he's been outstruck. Uh, he's at even money if you want him plus 100. Uh, blame Village blame Max Holloway for that, by the way. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's true. Max Holloway does does skew people's numbers that he fights against. Uh, Devilish Villy claims he's a machine, but we know Munaf Manji is the only machine around these parts. Um he is 14-4, three knockouts, one submission. He's been submitted one time. The only time he's been stopped in his career. 7-2 in the UFC. However, he's won seven straight fights. He won his last fight via TKO. Uh, he's not lost a fight since April of 2018. So he's on quite a run here. He was the ring of combat champion. Used to fight at featherweight as well. Um, he's a Sambo champion. Five years younger than Aldo. Striking and active striking stats in his favor. He outstrikes his opponents by plus 1.98 strikes per minute in the UFC. So almost two strikes a minute. Minus 120. Gotta go first. I'm taking a dog. I'm taking Aldo. He's just seems he's just finding a way. This his um his career resurgence, I guess you can call it. Uh, since it's three straight wins, it's pretty remarkable. You don't see this happen basically ever um, with an aging fighter and even an aging champion. But I think uh, Aldo has shown in the past, he, he can handle grapplers. Um, and like I said, he's finding a way to beat talent and he's beaten far better talent as of late than the village Billy has. So give me the, give me the even money on him, please. And you know, I'm not going to let you take a dog without following. Uh, <laughs> I, I already oh, had, damn it. I already was picking Jose Aldo <laughs> here. Uh, you know, like I, yeah, I already yeah, yeah. thought, um, you, you can go back and listen to Top Turtle MMA, which dropped this morning. Uh, that I have Jose Aldo on that too. Um, but like the the reason for me here is Mur- the sole reason why I'm taking Jose Aldo in this fight uh, is Murad Zavalishvili's last fight. Um, he, he fought Marlon Marais, uh and got hit so hard and damn near finished. Um, and Marlon Marais fought a very dumb fight, tired himself out, and wound up just. Basically getting outworked by Marab Devashvili. If there's one thing that will not happen to Jose Aldo, it's that. 
Also, like, when we were talking about Jose Aldo being the best of all time, what was the thing everybody lauded about him the most? It was he, he's got great take down defense and he's going to tear your legs apart with leg kicks, which was a little bit conflated by the fact that he did it to Uriah Faber. But like he has really good striking, really sharp striking, decent takedown defense, and he's up against the guy who's hittable, right? Like there's no doubt that Murad Devashvili is hittable. So I actually like Jose Aldo in this fight as well. I think he's probably going to, to crack him a few times on the feet and then just stay smart and stay away from the wrestling. There you go. Of course, Dan's got to got to tell me here. You can't let me get in some dog action without him. But yeah, Aldo is the pick here. And Aldo, we'll talk about this more on Sunday. Aldo wins. What happens then? Is he going yeah, for t- the title fight for sure? Title yeah. fight for sure. And, uh, you know, like I, I kind of hope, you know, like him versus Aljamain Sterling to me is really interesting because, yeah. you know, I, I'm talking about him being able to stay away from the wrestling of Marab here. It, and it's largely because, first of all, I do think his takedown defense is good, but also because Marab's not going to do anything with his hands that are going to scare Jose, right? Like, he's not yeah. going to be able to lead into a takedown by, like, peppering Jose with, like, two or three jabs. Um, so I think Aldo is just, like, comfortable on the feet. But Alterman has a few wrinkles on the feet that will keep people honest before he hits those takedowns. And I also think just Alterman Sterling is just like seven times the grappler that uh, Rob Devalishvili is, d- despite the fact they trade together. I-, I can't imagine Aljo does bad in that training room at any point in time. So I, I kind of want to see that fight. I also want to see that yeah. fight because obviously I want to see uh, I, I want to see Aljo backpack TJ Dillashaw in 13 seconds if he could, oh, please. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Usually, um, UFC finds any opportunity to put a former champ, uh, a bold, um, as in print, bold name like Jose Aldo, uh, into a title fight. But this this time, he's if he wins, he's gonna actually be more than deserving of it. So usually, they'll throw people in at the drop of a hat. But he's actually done the work here, so we'll see. We're, we're putting the cart ahead of the horse, as they say. He first he has to beat the machine on the fake machine on Saturday. All right, let me tell you about Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. I know not to ask Dan any questions here because this is when he goes on mute. <laughs> I did, I oh, didn't he's decide. not on mute. I didn't decide. No, I'm still there. Here. All right. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with RYP, which stands for Run Your Pool, to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. Are you going to get in on this, Dan? Do you play Survivor ever? I think, yeah, you used to play Survivor with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Survivors and Pickums, all good times. Mm-hmm. They are fun times. All right. If you guys want to get in our SGPN NFL Survivor contest, hop in now to reserve your spot. Because here's what the winner's going to get. $500 cash from Dan. He's going to take it out of the bank machine and bring it to you directly. And a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. And you, if you go over to the store, you can get some uh, MMA gambling podcast gear. Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store. There's a Gumby shirt in there. You know you want it. Here's, here's what you do. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine as the as do the SGPN gang, as do over 4 million other users. 
And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, let's move on to our co-main event. Hardly a a um, decent co-main event, but it is here nonetheless. Middleweights, Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. Uh, let's tell you about Rockhold first. 16 and 5. Six knockouts, eight submissions. He's been knocked out five times. All of his losses have come via knockout. He's 6 and 4 in the UFC. However, he's lost two straight, and he's only won one of his last four, so he's been knocked out three times over his last four fights. That means he has not fought since July of 2019. He has not won since September of 2017. Used to be the UFC champion at this weight class. He also used to fight up at light heavyweight. He was 9-0 in strike force and was the champion there as well. Uh, 2007, he was pro MMA fighter since. He's also a grappling champion. He's got two inches of height and cost of five inches of reach. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by a plus 1.75 strikes per minute, plus 255, the number you get back on him. Costa Borachinha, the eraser, 13-2. 11 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out one time. He's 5-2 and two in the UFC. However, he's lost two straight fights. He's not won a fight since August of 2019. He also has fought at light heavyweight, like his last fight. He was 1-1 in the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he was the Jungle Fight champion before this, also a regional champion. 2012 was his debut. Seven years younger than Rockhold. He's 1.6 times more active landing strikes. He's been outstruck, however, by his UFC opponents by minus 0.17 strikes per minute. He does like to drink wine before fights sometimes, so that's something that should be on his uh, scouting report as well. He also likes to decide not to cut weight and and make the fight be at a different weight class. Minus 325 is the number on him. Go ahead. I'm going with Paul Costa. Um, you but don't I will say. say this. Yeah, I mean, like, obvious pick, but I will say this. It's not really easy to think about him as a recommended play, and I know that, like, I, I, I contemplated it. I even had it written down at a point. I'm having a really tough time, like, finalizing that because, like you said, sometimes he comes in and just looks like he's terrible, right? Yep. Like, he, he just comes in and looks really, really, really bad. Like, in the AZI Desanya fight, he looked like he couldn't pull the trigger or whatever. So, like, yeah, like, I, of course I'm I'm worried about him. So, yeah, I, I'm going to pick Paulo Costa, but I don't like it. <laughs> yep. As am I. I'm mean, I'm picking Paul Acosta. I like more it. A of a, more it's just... a fate of it's a fate of Rockhold, right? Yeah, that, Rockhold, that's what we're really doing yeah. here. It doesn't matter um, how long he's been gone. His his chin wasn't that great to begin with. Like he was getting knocked out by Michael Bisman uh, and the likes, and now it's like he can't take a shot at all. And he's fighting against a guy who knocks people out. <laughs> Eleven knockouts in, in thirteen wins. Um, yeah, and Rockhold's one of those guys who doesn't seem to realize that he can't take a shot anymore. Uh, he's an automatic fade for for me, Rockhold, Weidman, Frankie Edgar, most of those, uh, Marlon Moraes, if he was still in the UFC, those those guys were automatic fades because they just get knocked out when they get hit. And eventually Costa will, will pull the trigger, we, we hope, 
end and um, connect with Rockhold, and it's going to be it. Lights out. So Borachinha, the eraser, is the pick, and hopefully Rockhold uh, stays retired this time. Um, I guess he didn't. He never said retire in the first place, did he? He just went away. Yeah, I think he was just doing some modeling. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Hopefully he won't have a big crack in his chin after this fight, so he can still model. Um, welterweights. A main event for the welterweight championship, nonetheless. Kamaro Usman versus Leon Edwards. Did you? I totally forgot. A couple times I've forgotten. I forgot, remembered, and then forgot again that they have fought before, Dan. Did you remember yeah. that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course he did. You remember everything. All right. Let's tell you about the challenger, Rocky Edwards. Finally. Well, like I said, I want to jinx the guy. He's the cage door has not been locked yet, but he looks like he's finally going to get his title shot. He's 19 and three with one, no contest, six knockouts, three submissions on his resume. He's never been finishing a fight. He's 11 and two with one, no contest in the UFC. He's got nine Oh and one over his last 10 fights. Uh, the only fight he didn't win was a eye poke of doom on Bilal Muhammad. He's not fought since June of 2021 because he likes to sit out and wait for title shots. This time it actually worked, though. He's getting his title shot. He's not lost a fight since December of 2015, and that was to Usman. Uh, he was the Bama champ before all this back in Britain. Used to fight at middleweight. Um, 20 and 11, he's been a professional fighter since. He's got two inches of height on Usman, four years younger than him. He outstrikes his UFC opponents by 0.47 strikes per minute, plus 290 on the challenger. Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, 20 and 1. Nine knockouts, one submission. He's submitted one. He's been submitted once in his career. He's 15 and 0 in the UFC. He's successfully defended his welterweight strap five times. He's two and all in the Ultimate Fighter and the champion. Actually, uh, same thing is Usman or GSP. Who's the greater? GSP. Um, okay, still. Usman, Usman's fought a bunch of rematches against guys yeah. who didn't deserve rematches. What if they actually <laughs> fought at the height of their powers? Uh, I think I'd still take GSP. Yeah, me too. Be a better too. striker, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Usman's won 19 straight fights. Uh, 2012, he's been a pro fighter since. He also was the wrestling champ before all this in college, uh, back when his name was Marty. Uh, he's got two inches of reach on Edwards. Striking stats in his favor, and he's 1.8 times more active landing strikes. He outstrikes his UFC opponents, or outlands them by 2.07 strikes per minute. Uh, that number does matter. It's what's something like 60 or 62 or 63% uh, is the hit rate for people with better striking differential numbers than their opponent. Grappling stats in his favor as well, minus 375. Obviously, I am taking Usman. He's beat him before. I'm obviously, uh, I, I tend to always take the winner of the first fight to win the rematch. And I think Usman, eventually, he's obviously he's going to slow down. Someone's going to catch him, but he hasn't really shown any cracks recently and he's uh, as i read in, in his prop article usc 278 prop article on sportsgamblingpodcast.com he's looking to finish people more so maybe he'll even get a finish here but uh, he's my pick to win nonetheless yeah i i like kamar usman here as well the the thing that everybody keeps pointing to is a, a way that leon edwards can win is like they're they're all high on his striking and i agree you know, like Usman has relied more on his striking in his last couple of fights. And if you're thinking yeah. to yourself, oh, no, what if he goes out there and just tries to strike him and gets tooled on? The thing about Leon Edwards is he's not going to put him away, right? So, like, no, I, almost, no. I almost feel like Usman could lose rounds one and two on the feet and then be like, oh, shit. You know, like, I I should wrestle. And then just wrestle him for three rounds and win those. Um, And, and if he does that, like, he'll win pretty easily. So, yeah, I think Usman here, you know, gets it done on the mat. Um, I, I'm not going to make this 
uh, an official player to tell you to go bet this, but I will say a really interesting prop came to me. Uh, it, it depends on what book you're looking at, but I've seen Usman by submission at his highest is plus 2000. I, I know hmm. I, I know we like he hasn't gone for subs lately. Like he hasn't gotten a submission since the fight before he beat Leon Edwards, where he, he choked out Hader Hassan on the Ultimate Fighter finale. But he does really have underrated groundwork that I think people sleep on. And it's not like Leon Edwards is like a, a master of jujitsu or, or particularly good. In fact, like he, he notably only won a split decision over Gunnar Nelson in, in like that's one of the better jujitsu guys he fought. So yeah, it's an interesting one for me and, and one worth keeping an eye on for sure. Yeah. Very, very interesting. All right. Is, is the welterweight that's finally going to beat Usman in the UFC currently? And if so, who is it? Uh, oof, I, I don't know. I, I would say, a question. I, I would say of the people who I, of the hot prospects to beat Kamara Usman right now, the one that sticks out to me as having the best possible chance, I think is Shavkat Rachmanov. That's the name that I thought of too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like we kind of saw with, with, um, Kamzat that his, his hands just aren't there yet. Um, and like, he didn't want to wrestle with Gilbert Burns anymore. I don't think he'd be able to, I, I think it would look a lot like, um, Colby Covington light in there against uh, Kamaru Usman, where he just like pretty much can't wrestle, but keeps trying uh, and then gets the worst end of the striking most of the time. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't like his chances. Sean Brady showed enough like gaps in his grappling and striking against Michael Chiesa that I'm like, I still love Sean Brady, but I have questions on whether or not he can beat Kamaru Usman now. Pretty substantial questions. But Shafkat is like a fun mixture of like, Damn good jujitsu skills. He cracks on the feet, and I think he's got the takedown defense. So, yeah, I, I think if it's anybody, it's him. And let everyone know we were in early on him. All right, we were in the ground ground floor of the Shavkat Rachmanov uh, elevator. Yeah, elevator to the top. So, all right, that's all your picks for this weekend's UFC 278. No, actually, technically, it's not all your picks. We have some recommended plays coming up after I tell you about our last two lovely sponsors, Trade. Coffee trade coffee has the first match guarantee trade is so confident. They'll match you right with their coffee. The first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Whether your friends call you coffee snob, or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect trades, real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts. So they know exactly what to recommend for you. So right now here's what you do. Go to trade. Because they are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. And let me tell you about Dave. Level with me. We've all been in a situation at some point in our lives when we were a little tight on cash. Maybe you can only afford to put a few gallons or liters for my Canadian friends of gas in your tank or you got another save the date and are wondering how you're going to afford a gift. That's where Dave can help. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's where money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no, no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. 
Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member of FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right. Recommended plays. A mythical $100. Imaginary $100 that we're going to bet for on the most sure shot things that we have on the card. We'll start with them. Can you can you give me the number you had on Jared Gordon again? Jared Flash Gordon is at, at minus three hundred. Ooh, a little higher. Very than... chalky. Yeah, it's a little chalky. I'm gonna do forty five bucks on Jared Gordon. Wow, that's, uh... that's your big lock of the week. Yeah, he's he's the one who I'm feeling pretty darn good about right now. Is is I, I can't imagine Leo Santos gives him any trouble. Okay, give me my one of my big locks, Kamara Usman, thirty bucks. Kamara Usman money line minus three seventy-five. All right. And uh, for my next one, I'm actually I'm gonna go prop here. Uh, for my next one, I'm gonna take thirty bucks, uh, and I'm gonna take Lucy Pudalova, but I'm gonna take Lucy Pudalova by decision. Um, I'm seeing Lucy uh, Lucy Putalova, who's I think we had her at negative 140 to start. Yeah. Um, which I already think is a pretty good price, and it's actually depending on the book you're looking at, trending down too, down to like negative 120s and 30s. Um, but if you get her by by decision, uh, you can get her at plus 140 instead. Wow, very nice. Yeah, which is a nice little turnaround. And and look, here, here's the thing about that prop too is that Lucy Putalova is not a finisher, right? Like she's coming off of uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven straight decision wins. Her last time she finished somebody was in 2016. Uh, so it's been a little while. And Yanan Wu has only been finished by Yana Kunitskaya in 2016. So it's been six years since Wu lost by finish. And it's been six years since Pudalova won by uh finish. So, yeah, like if, if you're liking Lucy Pudalova, might as well get the plus money on the decision. Definitely, definitely. Um, what's Costa's KO prop? Do you have it in front of you? What's the yeah, I can pull that up. I don't think it's as good as you're going to want it to be. No, but I, I can pull it up. Costa, Costa by KO, negative 170. Uh, 20 bucks on that, please. All right, Costa, KO, negative 170. You got 20 yep. on that. All right, so I'm down to 25 bucks. I'm going to take... Uh, that last 25 bucks and I'm just going to put it, uh, I'm going to go double dog here. I'm, I'm going to go Jay Perrin uh, for All 25. Right. And that was, he was plus 140 as well. Yes, I believe so. Plus 140. This is such a Gumby move. Double dogs. All right. I still got, nah, Pedro's going to win, but you know, what? I, here's a, I'm just going to throw this prop to you just so that, cause I yeah, have I was it, say I have it first down. round one, right? I have it written down. What do you think uh, Tyson Pedro in the first round is is lined at? Plus 200? Negative 200. <laughs> yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I was thinking about it because that's obviously – that's. I almost, I almost did anyway because that's how yeah. obvious it seems. No but kidding. like negative 200 for – and you get five minutes. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Wild. All right. Uh, let me see if I want to put everything on my last one, if there's anybody else that jumps off the page. Um. What do I have left? All right. My big one, Romanov, obviously. 50 bucks on Romanov to win money line. Uh, he finishes. What's what's the finish number on Romanov within the distance? Uh, inside the distance for Alexander Romanov, it's looking like negative 120. All right. Give me that. 
Okay, Romanov. Look at, look at me, eh? Look at me. Two two props. That's not my style, but we'll see. Romanov inside is what you say again? Minus one twenty. Minus one twenty. All right, there we go. So let's give you a recap. Gumby, Vreeland, forty-five on Jared Flash Gordon money line, thirty on Lucy Pudilova via decision, twenty-five on Jay Perrin money line. I have thirty on Kamara Usman money line, twenty on Paulo Costa knockout. 50 on Alexander Romanov inside the distance. I am getting very, very fancy this week. So we shall see how, how it pays off. Speaking of fancy, Hunger Man Jong Super Fan Parlay is coming up right now. Guaranteed at least 10 to 1 your money, usually based off of two fights. We'll see what Gumby has for us this week. So I got Miranda Maverick inside the distance. Uh, right. I, I, you know, while I didn't put it in my recommended place, her. Fight here against Shannon Young. Shannon Young coming off of being finished. I think Maverick's so tough on the mat that I think she gets us up here probably. But I'm opening it up to a TKO from like mounted punches or something. So I just like the inside the distance one. Plus 140 you're getting on that. And I'm going to kind of dovetail to your last pick here where you took Romanoff. But instead of taking inside the distance, I'm going to play sub. Uh, because while a lot of people think like TKO punches, you know, Marcin Tibera, not really a guy who gets submitted. In fact, I don't think he's ever been submitted. Romanoff is just kind of the guy who has those like crazy submissions. Like the Marcos Rogerio de Lima forearm joke, like sticks out to me. Like I could totally see him doing something like that again, plus 375 on Romanoff, uh, with the submission prop. So if Romanoff gets the sub and Maverick finishes the fight, you get plus 1050. All right. That's right where you've been the past few weeks. Hopefully this one will hit. And it's true. Tiber has never been a subbed in a fight. So I felt that was get, true. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get money on that. All right. That's it. Put this one to bed. Um, hopefully everybody enjoys the fights. Make sure you get over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Join the discussion on all these fights. And we'll be talking about a bunch of other things like we always do uh, every day, all day. Um, Top Trail MMA podcast, Dan's other podcast, just dropped what you said this Wednesday morning. So it's uh, it's in there, uh, out there for you to listen to now. Um, make sure you check that out. Read all our writing at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, Dan's got a proper article up there for UFC 278. He's got a PFL article for their uh, semifinals this weekend. I will have my UFC, or actually I already do when you're listening to this. Uh, UFC 278 picks for all the fights are up there. Um, article on that. Plus, I will have a DFS lineup up on Thursday. Maybe as you're listening to this, it's already up there. Um, plus, Dan, I have baseball writing up there. Dan's got baseball, basketball. We got everything. NF, NFL's back almost, everyone. So we got tons of NFL stuff on there, too. And my MMA sites, moneymma.substack.com. Uh, at the very least, subscribe to the free portion. Get in our free pick'em contest. Um, it is lots of fun. I think that's it. Anything else you wanted to? Oh, Twitter, of course. SGPN MMA is the main Twitter feed for us that Gumby runs. He, his, his personal one is Gumby Vreeland. Mine is Jeff Fox writer. Uh, give us a review, rate and review us. If you haven't already, we are giving a uh, randomly going to give away a $50 gift card to sports slash store. So you can get some gear um, to uh, everyone that enters a review for us. We are going to put in a draw and like I said, give away, a $50 gift card. So make sure you give us a review if you haven't already. And now I think that's all I have to say. Anything else I need to say before I take us out of here? No, I think you got it all. All right, cool. Until we meet again, I will remain Jeff Chalks Fox. He will be Gumby Vreeland. We'll be back in your ears with our recap on and our contender series picks on Sunday. Bye.